for centuries there were unsettling sorry my mouth is really watering because I've just eaten that Jaffa cake <laughs> please keep that in <laughs> the most famous ghost picture of all time when you're drooling <laughs> probably am I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor, and I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk. we're talking about the Brown Lady of Raynham Hall. For centuries there were unsettling suggestions of a shadowy figure in a brown dress drifting through magnificent Raynham Hall near Fakenham and then in December 1936 the Brown Lady was revealed to the world. A photographer from Country Life magazine had been taking pictures at the hall when his assistant was astonished to glimpse a figure gliding down the Grand Oak staircase. Later he described a vapoury form gradually assuming the appearance of a woman, a transparent figure so that the steps were visible through the ethereal form. He shouted for the photographer to take another picture and as the flashbulb fired the figure vanished. However, when the film was developed, the men were shaken to discover that the ghost had stayed long enough to be captured on a single frame. Ooh. This has probably got to be one of the most famous it, yeah, ghost this photographs. Is, if, there was a, if there was a compilation CD of now that's what I call ghosts <laughs> in the world, then this one would be on it. This, yeah. is, yeah. Our, this is our claim to fame, yeah, isn't and it? I, I remember this story... Oh, this picture. I did, mm. Not really the story, just the picture from... I used to, I think I might have mentioned it on here before, but I had a big, massive, like, book of the unexplained that used to terrify me, and I kept it in at the bottom of the wardrobe, like, hidden under loads of stuff, because I was, like, obsessed with it, but I was you. really terrified yeah. of it. And I remember this picture being in that, oh, yeah. and, like, just thinking... It was absolutely amazing. You don't it's think that, that sort of book has affected you in any way? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little. It, this is yeah. This is this is probably our most classic tale of all in Norfolk. I was really it? excited to actually find out it was Norfolk as well. Oh. For for me, it was actually a fairly I say fairly recent, probably like the last ten years or so that I stumbled across the picture again and read oh it's Rainham Hall and I was like oh my gosh that's yeah, that's yeah. Lo- that's local yeah, it's and ours. I, it's ours. ours so that was actually it was really exciting yes because it, it is so famous so we I reckon quickly head count who believes that picture is real I don't. No. no, I doubt it. That's that then. Um, yeah, it's, I don't it's, think it means that there isn't a no, ghost No, I think, I think it's really unfair. I think this story, that was why I kind of wanted to get that out there because I think this story has become about that photograph. Yeah. Mm. When in fact, this story has been is far older than that yeah. photograph, isn't it? It, it kind actually, of completely takes away from it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's actually... Uh, I've made a note of the actual story. I was like, 
it's actually quite a dramatic romance, mm. the whole story. So Dorothy Walpole, who is allegedly the brown lady, she grew up at Mannington and Waterton Halls, which are near Aylsham. Her brother, Robert, became Britain's first prime minister, so she was a very like well-to-do mm. family. Um, Charles Townsend lived at, at Raynham, and him and Dorothy fell in love as children. But the romance was doomed because Dorothy's father forbade the marriage, so it didn't go ahead. He ended up marrying someone else um, who he had ten children with. So he got over it a bit, didn't he? And then his wife passed away. And after his wife passed away, um, he started to kind of see Dorothy again and it worked out this time and they got married and so his dad was dead by yeah, this I'm assuming point. yeah he yeah. obviously didn't mind um and they went on to have 11 children 11 ch- that's 21, 21 children yeah oh my god it just doesn't bear thinking about um <clears throat> but anyway um the last child was born at Windsor Castle so she had to borrow the royal crib for the Bad. baby actual fact they'd run out of rooms and things yeah 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 um but then in tragedy stu- struck in 1726. So they weren't actually married for that long. How so did she manage to have 11 kids? I know, in that time. It doesn't Blimey. even seem... Unless like, some were twins or triplets or something. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, um, back in Norfolk, Dorothy fell ill with smallpox. And although her devoted husband sent for the best doctors in Europe, she died. Um, she was buried in the family crypt at the church just across the road from Raynham. So it's actually like... Mm. A really dramatic story. It's a beautiful story until you then find out that she was putting it about elsewhere, possibly. stories began to circulate that um, she'd been having an affair and rather than buried in the crypt and, you know, dying from illness, kind of the locals said that she'd actually been walled up in a wing of the hall for having an affair and that her whole funeral had been staged. Um... Bricks in and the, the bricks, yeah, there were bricks in the coffin. So she actually died locked up in Raynham, and that's why she still wanders the. Which is a classic. Yeah, it's another Amazing. classic story, isn't it? Really. I. There's any more? You, you, you can't stop there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, there was never the any. Down? There was never any proof that she, you know she wasn't in the casket. I don't think. And the the um the the Townsends. Maintained right right up till today, I yeah. think that yeah, yeah. That, that this did not happen, mm-hmm. and that she she was much loved, and she died of I was about to say natural causes. I suppose smallpox is a natural cause, yeah. not very nice you know, one. And so you know the family are like yeah. are adamant that you know he, her husband loved her. He would never do anything like that. She loved him. She wouldn't have cheated on him. You know, so that's coming from the family. Mm. And, and it took about, it was just... about it was about a hundred years later, wasn't it, that she was first seen. Mm. And that was at a Christmas house party, so around now. Um, and two guests claimed that they'd seen a ghostly figure gliding along the corridor in this brown dress. Um, <clears throat> kind of thick brocade dress, mm-hmm. wasn't it, of the of the period. And um, the next evening after the guests have seen her, she's spotted again by Colonel Loftus. Um, and he's, yeah, he's up the he's, ante yeah, his slightly. Des- his description's quite horrible. <laughs> so we just had the dress, which was quite attractive, and now she's suddenly got... Empty eye sockets and luminescent skin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, then and then she was seen again um, by a friend of Charles Dickens, 
who it must be annoying, mustn't it, if you know Charles Dickens or something that you just suddenly become a friend of. You don't have a, you're not anybody anymore. Yeah, you're just someone who knows Charles Dickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, did, is that bloke who knows Charles Dickens here? Yeah, he is. What's his name? Don't know. He's, uh, I don't know, it something sound a bit rather... like a euphemism. Though. He's a friend of Charles. He does, but then so does the gliding brown lady. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's not go any further. Um, the and friend... we're down to your level again, aren't we? <laughs> always, I will always drag you down to my level. Um, so the friend of novelist Charles Dickens asked to sleep in um, a haunted room, and um, I th- believe we do have a name, Frederick Marriott. Um, and he he went to bed with a loaded revolver, that well-known ghost repellent. He just repellent. happened yeah. to be holding. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to bed with a loaded revolver under his pillow in a, in a bid to stave off anything from the uh, paranormal world that would come, because obviously you can easily kill the undead. Um, I think he thought she was a vampire or something. And um, when he saw the ghost of the brown lady he shot her in the face nice yeah Why and it um, been like someone like coming into yeah, the or exactly. something it could have been anyone it could have been it could have been a whole nother kind of um out of off my property type yeah, story yeah. couldn't it in norfolk but um the bullet went straight through the ghost as of course it would mm. and it lodged itself in a bedroom door and apparently it's still there but yeah, and then, and then I think I think the next time was when George the Fourth was there, wasn't mm-hmm. it? George the yeah. Fourth stayed at Raynham Hall in the early nineteenth century, and he apparently said, "I will not pass another hour in this accursed house." Mm-hmm. Then it says, however, another report suggests he simply asked for another room. <laughs> Quite different those reports, aren't they? It's either it's either I won't spend another hour in this cursed house. We've all been there before, or you just ask for another room. There's also, it says here that there was, um, in the 1920s, some members of the Swatham Amateur Players stayed overnight and had some um, unsettling experiences. I bet they did. And uh, They should have gone to a Premier Inn, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somewhere more... Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I will not spend another hour in this accursed house. Um, yeah, so t- there's lots and lots of, of kind of sightings of this ghost mm. normally we work on a couple yeah, yeah. basically everyone so you yeah. just went there and she was there although yeah. i stayed in the grounds of random hall a couple of weeks ago didn't see her oh. so but you know uh, nor did i have and, and i had my revolver ready i was ready to go but um yeah Why did you stay in the grounds of random hall? because that that carriage i stayed in was in oh, the grounds really? of I that. nor did i oh. but it was I did when so, I read it, when I was there, obviously. What, what, if anything, are the family saying today, or do they not talk about it? So, so they don't talk about it, really. They do open the house for these open days very occasionally, not about the ghost, and I'm barely, sh- I'm not even sure you can get to the staircase during no. this. And also, and, and any kind of requests from paranormal groups or anything can always turn down. You know, because perhaps, they're just perhaps we should ask. Perhaps weird Norfolk yeah. would be welcome. Yeah, I think they'd say yeah, no. They'd definitely <laughs> say no to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. But he has he the current owner has spoken to one of our colleagues about it, and just to the point where he said he's never seen yeah. anything. They're really very keen to move away from this. So they're going to love this. Yeah, they're going to really be pleased. Um, but, but yeah, this is one of the, I, I kind of understand a little bit why they might want to do that. 
because it's such a negative story on the family like you know the the kind of the folklore kind of tale around it it kind of would you genuinely be that worried about so if somebody's if i dissed your ancestors of the 1720s it depends on are you gonna walk out of this accursed house or what i don't think you are you'd be overjoyed i think they want to like yeah maybe give the house a different reputation and every time people talk about the ghost and that's all people want to talk but then if they just let people in to find out that would probably just if stop i had there, this ghost, if i had that photograph and this ghost and i had that ball, i would be all over it like a brown rash mm. see the other thing is i was thinking is it a bit of a double bluff sort of situation where they go no no there isn't anything but Panto they wink. never let anyone in so yeah. is there something to tell and they just don't want Protecting us. Uh, this yeah. this photograph is is um if you haven't seen it Google it immediately but it's um it's kind of a staircase and then there's this kind of mist um that is well I suppose we can't tell if it's brown or not really can we because it's uh, mist yeah it's just and, and it's a black and white photo so you have to imagine it looks incredibly like a Virgin Mary statue it does yeah that's yeah. what it looks yeah. like um. Uh, nothing like what others had seen. Yeah, no like empty eye sockets. No, no kind of no brocade dress. Really. No, no features. Yeah. I think you would think if it was if it wasn't faked, it would be um, someone in like kind of period dress and and not dressed up as Mary. Yeah. And the the I other mean, thing is with the faking of the photo. If you look really careful, the banisters don't seem yeah. to quite. Like, it looks like a double exposure basically, and there's yeah. just been a slight like nudge in one direction or in the banisters so there there does look like a bit of a blur i don't know yeah i mean i, I mean you know, <coughs> the word fake is quite a strong accusation i mean it could be that it was a double exposure yes. and, and also the fact that if they did use flash then that in fact could have had some sort of yeah but it is like a really clear it's not like some photos you see but it's like it's but it's the there. time when it was taken yeah but it's like it's well, some people there, said it, it could be like a smear of grease that that, that was on, but it, it's too good for that, isn't it? But that's it. It is like the figure is full on yeah. there. It's not like something where you're like, oh, what's that? And yeah. you see like a I bit mean, of a faint yeah, mist. It, it We're just really, trying to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying to look at it. Um, it, it really is kind of a very... Um, I was actually looking into spirit photography full stop um, because, uh, do you know, whoever does the... Um, whoever is watching the algorithms of my Google searches will be having a ball. Because I Googled today... <laughs> Um, have smart are, are there more ghost photographs now that more people have access to phones you know so we've got a phone on us all the time mm. so whilst this 1936 picture which was taken in September was was a you know some might say slightly handy moment for the ghost to appear as somebody's got their head under a camera hood and taking mm. a picture um, nowadays most of us are within a foot of our phone at all times so something happens we can get that straight away um so i kind of googled to see if the number of pictures of ghosts had increased i don't think it has and it hasn't really no it hasn't i mean there are more pictures and they're they're kind of you know so, so the first kind of big pictures started being taken in about the 1860s um and they were stunted pictures it was a it was apparently a big thing to have a picture of 
you or somebody you loved with their dead relative kind of superimposed mm. over the top of them. There's a very famous one of um, Abraham Lincoln's wife. Yes, I've seen with that. Her. Yeah, that's really cool. <clears throat> with him over the top, isn't it? And it's that really classic picture of him that everyone knows. Yeah, and you think, it's like it's... Could have at least found one where he was looking, <laughs> you know, slightly more. Uh, and he was discredited, bizarrely, by um, Barnum. Oh, really? He went to court mm-hmm. against the chap, Mumler, who he went to court, oh, P.T. Barnum. Yeah, to, oh, to have a go at fakery. And you yeah, think, yeah. Mm. But um, he uh, he proved that these photos mm. weren't real. Yeah. Um, but they didn't kind of fall out of... The interesting, one of the interesting things about this one is that Harry Price yes. interviewed the guys and who he took believed the picture, them, And he, he 100% mm. believed it was real. He was like, there was no, like... Well, it says uh, he concluded that the men had not conspired to deceive the public. And who's Harry Price? So he was a paranormal investigator at the time. Yeah. I, quite funny. He was. One. He's from the Society for Psychical Research. Yeah. yeah, so he led, an investiga- he, he led investigations into all manner of kind of paranormal stuff, but he, he, he looked at these pictures and interviewed the two who yeah. took it for Country Life. And he, he said they're not faking it, you know. But that still could mean, the fact they're not faking that picture, as you point out, doesn't mean it's not hmm. what it purports to be. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> you know, I, I mean, we've all had a picture where there's been double exposure or we've had a picture where there's something that looks strange yeah. and then you find out, you know. I, I took one the other day in the Assembly House and was kind of all over the place because I kind of saw these two shining lights, massive ones in the top of a picture of the Grand Hall. And then Richard pointed out they were the back of the reception signs. <laughs> and uh, when you look at something in completely out of context, I was like, oh yeah, yeah they are. He's like, there's the chains. I was like, oh yeah, okay. But it's, it's that kind of so thing. So you didn't message me about that one? No. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it wasn't particularly spectral, it has to be said. <laughs> so that's the picture. There we are. We're all looking at it now. Look, there she is. Yeah, so... I mean, that is the Virgin Mary, it if is, anything, is it? isn't it? I mean, yeah. it you just looks like... like on a head the beard. angle of the head. Yeah. yeah, I've got a money box made out of flock velvet that looks like this. Yeah. That I could put on random staircase. Um, it is clever, though. And it's I can a see great why picture. Time, yeah. People are like, this yeah. is real. A hundred percent. It's it's kind but of... that's it, isn't it? And that's what we were sort of touching on before, is the fact that because it's there, because of who the family are, mm. that almost gives it credit doesn't yeah. it you know well yeah. these people why would these people I, lie? I kind of yeah. also feel that if if we knew that ghost had been wearing a wimple if we knew that ghost was a nun if we knew that ghost was wearing a headdress any of that stuff yeah. you might have thought mm, but this is just not that it's not in this is not in this the... does not look no. like you know and, and to say that it's the brown lady of random hall when it looks 100 percent the opposite of mm. what everyone else has said this woman looks like. You know, I don't see the gaping eye holes or the, the you know. Or... Yeah. I feel sorry for her being the brown lady. Don't yeah. you? It's just a drab, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You kind of want to go down in history as but the scarlet you know if brown woman. has any significant colours. No, it doesn't. Like, well, it's interesting because... Correspondences. It's interesting no, because... There, there was barely anything about brown. I did look into it, but no, mm. it's just brown. But, you know. but in a previous podcast, we talked about a woman in red. Mm. And in low light, red is quite brown. It can look brown. Mm. As you start to lose the light and I everything. So. so maybe she's actually another woman in red. But in low light. Yeah. <laughs> Always and squinty eyes. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that picture is fantastic and it, it has... It has rocketed Norfolk up the uh, well, paranormal charts, hasn't it? I think it has also sparked a lot of interest in people, like 
you know, people who have followed like a kind of paranormal investigation path, that's probably one of the first pictures they ever saw that caught yeah. their interest. Like, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember from when I was young, that photograph was one that sort of impacted on me. There was that one, and then there was the the famous one of the two girls bouncing off oh, their beds. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. That was in that and book yeah. as well, the Enfield Pulse Ghost. explained. Was, yeah. it, was, yes. that, was that the book? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It was, it was like a, a massive work. encyclopedia. It was a part work. I used to get it every week. Yes, it was. You... And so this book that I've got was all of it put together? Put together, all right. Oh. There we are, you see. I'm so glad someone else remembers it. <laughs> well, did you know that 42% of people in America and 39% of people in the UK believe that you can capture spirits on camera? I think you can. I just don't think it happens as often as people think. Yeah, I, I love the, this. Yeah, this picture will always be very dear because it is kind of entry level. Yeah. Um, ghost watching, mm. isn't it? And it's it's the kind of it's the kind of picture that you can instantly as once you've seen it once, that's it. Although it, it, every time I look at it, I just think, you know, it's it's a, it's a shame yeah. because. I would imagine that while loads of people have seen that picture and loads of people know that story, they don't know the story. They don't know the story, And yeah. they don't know the fact that, that there's all this kind of, all these sightings, none of which bore any resemblance to what was taken on that camera. So I've seen lots of convincing-ish stuff where you've seen nothing there, if that makes sense. So things happening when there is nothing there, but not so much convincing of the thing itself. If that makes sense. So I've seen, you know, like I think I said, you know, I've seen videos of, of things being smashed inexplicably and there's nothing there. And you kind of can't see how that happened. But, you know, there probably might be a reason why that happened. Who knows? But actual pictures of actual figures and actual entities. What about the hand one? Yeah, that's quite spooky, isn't it? That hand that your colleague mm. saw. Yeah. Yeah, describe that. Well, that, that was, it was, uh, his daughter was... Uh, Skyping with somebody on the computer and um, Nan had just passed Nan had just passed, that's right and she was talking to a friend in America and then the friend said can you stop messing about who's there with you and she was saying no, I'm on my own and she said no no there's somebody there with you no no somebody and then when they played the video back of the recording this hand sort of moves around her waist height really you just see <laughs> and when you look at it it's you can't think, how could anybody have done that? Because it yeah. almost passes right the way around it. Yeah, you couldn't do that, could you? No. See, so things like that, are always, it'll always be those <clears throat> things that make me not be able to say 100% it, it doesn't exist, yeah. it's not true. And it's almost sad that something like this takes away from that because I would say this would be quite easy to, mm. to prove. And indeed, many people have yeah. kind of looked at the background, looked at the exposure, taken it down to different chromatic levels and prove that it's mm. not not that it's a fake that but it just isn't what we think it is it's just a quirk of the camera mm -hmm. and a brilliant one you know a great one i mean god you'd be pleased if you'd had that wouldn't yeah. you i mean you would literally you'd date year made um but <clears throat> yeah we have seen some things that are inexplicable haven't we yeah but it, it, it's interesting isn't it because it opens up a whole area of, of debate and discussion and thought is that nobody ever stands up and says, without any shadow of doubt, there's definitely ghosts. There's nothing to prove 100% that ghosts exist. No. Where's the evidence? There's lots of bits of evidence and photographs and experiences, um, but still, the common sort of opinion is there's no such thing as ghosts. 
But see, I don't. I don't think that's fair. Don't, like when people say, "No, it's all. It's not real. It's not I real." Don't, because I think once you talk to people, we get this all the time, don't we? We say it all the time, which is that if if people start talking to us about what we do and and what we write and what we research and all the rest of it, they will say to us, "I don't believe in any of that. This is not for me. You know, don't believe in it." Um, and then they'll just say. You know, but this one thing did once happen to me that was a bit weird. Mm. And then they'll suddenly come out with something and you'll think, well, you do, don't you? You just, I think people kind of think it's... like it's, a defence thing, maybe. It is a defence thing, isn't it? It is. Like yeah, it's, it's kind of, it is a defence. It's kind of a, well, if I say that it's not true and it's nonsense and it's all, you know, made up, then that thing that did happen to me is, explic- is it, you can explain that another way. And then they'll come out. And some of those stories that people have said after telling us they don't believe mm. and it's got nothing to do with them have been some of the best ones we've had, mm. you know, where people have... And you're kind of like looking at them and saying, and you still think that this might not be a thing, you know? So I think that the number... Of, if, if anybody's ever massively vocal about the fact that they don't believe, I would question why they're, they're being prob- so yeah, vocal. Yeah, they probably have yeah. had something because happen. Because, you know, it's a bit like if you're an atheist, then... You know, if somebody proved to me a hundred percent that God existed, then I would believe it because mm. that's all it takes. Yeah. But you know, same kind of reasoning, isn't it? Really, yeah, yeah. you need to prove something, um, and and we can't, can we? But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm. There we go. That was or deep. you have to disprove something. Or you have to disprove yeah. it. Yeah. And so again, you can't completely disprove. No. That there's nothing. But you have to rule out all the possibilities, yeah, yeah. and then you're left with. Yeah, so, an so, answer. Yeah, it might not be the answer you want, yeah, and yeah. it might not be an answer you but can I don't explain. Think, yeah, you can't completely disprove it either. So, it's 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 fascinating this business of the the walled up. That is kind of you know, it's one of those stories that, as you say, it's classic, isn't it? That mm. the woman who I mean, how the earth she found time to have an affair yeah, when she had eleven, 11 kids. You know, like, yeah. So she wasn't married. What seventeen thirteen, and she died in seventeen twenty six. So was that thirteen years mm. married? So, so she popped one out a year. One a year. Yeah. And um, so, so she was pre- pregnant yeah. for a lot of that time. Yeah. Maybe he liked pregnant women. Who knows? Mm. But or maybe they weren't all his. Mm. I don't know. But it, you know, it's 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 a kind of again a bit folklore in there, isn't it? This is what happens if you mm. if you um, cheat on your husband, that you will be <laughs> balled up mm. in Rainham. I, I don't believe that's what's happened. Though. No, I don't. I believe think that if either. she does haunt it, it's to it's... see him. So were those stories around before the picture, or of all? Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. if she is haunting it, it's more because she's it's a maybe more of a happy place for her. Or she would have been she if she died then she would have left incredibly young kids. Yeah. Her eldest so kid like would only have been it. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Or in twelve. So yeah, yeah. you know, you would never be as a you know, you would not be happy to leave your kids yeah. behind. So I think it would be more she's a tied baby. to there because of that sort yeah. of thing or yeah. Yeah. Not because she was mistreated there. Yeah. That's my personal opinion on it. Maybe yes. she was sad that she, she had to give up her career as a body double for the Virgin Mary. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely, which we didn't realise. But it's, I, I, what I can't get over is this chap who, who shoots this thing in the face. 
it's yeah. just so to bed with over... a loaded gun under your pillow, waiting, waiting for the gun movement. fairy to come. It's a massive, and, and apparently he, the, the the longer part of that story is that he was, he he had gone, I believe, to use the night chamber pot, and had only been wearing partial clothing. And apparently it was massively infradig for a lady to see you if you weren't wearing full kind of garments. And so he moved out of the way when he saw a lady coming towards him because he assumed it was one of the other party going to see her children in the nursery mm. because that's where the child was, would, which would kind of fit with what we've just said. It was this figure was going towards the nursery. So he ducks behind a door. At which point the brown lady stops in front of the door. Oh my god, that's and really like, scary. And like <laughs> look, and then laughs at him maniacally. So I suppose, you know, a bit more reason to shoot her in the face. But he then shoots her in the face and she disappears by the time, you know, anybody comes out to hear what the gunshot's about. So she had been mocking, which it just seems a bit odd with this whole if she was happy, then I'm mm. not quite sure why she was um you know, she just didn't like him. Maybe she was just laughing at him. She was like, "Are you that friend of Charles Dickens?" <laughs> <laughs> I know how I they all end. I think a bit about him, like, like her coming yeah. down the corridor. So she, so he, he. It was because he was on was his way. His so he was just wearing his breeches and some kind of not much else. And for him to greet a lady on the stairs or wherever the corridor, um, in a state of undress, would have been not the done thing. So he ducks out of the way while she passes, except she doesn't. Can you imagine that, though? It would be really scary. It would be, yeah. If, would like, be really a scary. ghost stopped. Especially if you desperately need the loo. I know. Hopefully he'd already point. been. I don't think he had already been. Oh, he probably had by then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's the brown lady. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's the fact that we've missed the fact that he had this loaded gun on his plate. So when he went to the toilet... He, he would have the taken gun the gun him. with him. Yes, yes, he took the gun with him to go to the loo. Really weird. As you yeah. do, you know. In my head, though, I've got the, the scene from Ghostbusters, you know, in the library, when she's like, the librarian's all like, it's right at the beginning. <laughs> yes. And then she turns around and it's like, that's like in my head, that's what's happened, which is why it's so scary. And I suppose if you are carrying a gun and you've got the idea to use a gun, you are going to shoot it, aren't you? Yeah. You know, but what you think a gun is going to do to a... And, and 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 the undead is um you know debatable isn't it they only work on vampires and that has to be silver bullets silver doesn't bullet. it and other than well, that guns, they would work on a zombie if you took their head just did it in their and heads. shark maybe do you think was no. he a ghost dog no it wouldn't work what about a shark monkey no what about the werewolf, beast of the maybe. eight and yeah maybe werewolf yeah. okay but not it's a whole other podcast what what could you what kill would... with a gun <laughs> Not that we would want to, because we're vegetarians, so we would like them all to live, wouldn't we? But how they're happy in their cryptozoology world, aren't they? We can leave them alone. Thanks for listening to this week's Weird Norfolk episode. You can find us every week in the Eastern Daily Press on page 13 of the Weekend Supplement. You can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk and if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Weird Norfolk.
The Weird Norfolk Podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press. We'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts and your weird stories. Just contact us at weirdnorfolk at archant.co.uk.